Welcome to Kingdom Mandate with Apostle Sidney Quay, Head Pastor of Shekinah Avenue. Now, let's listen to today's message. We wait for you. And he spake many things unto them in parables, saying, Behold, a sower went forth to sow. And when he sowed, some fell by the wayside. And the fowls came and devoured them up. This is Jesus talking, so pay attention. Some fell upon stony places. It doesn't mean places that they were stone. Some fell upon stony places where they had not much earth. And forthwith they sprang up because they had no deepness of earth. And when the sun was up, they were scorched. And because they had no root, they withered away. And some fell among tongues. And the tongues sprang up and choked them. But other fell into good ground and brought forth fruit, some a hundredfold, some a sixtyfold, and some a thirtyfold. Who have ears to hear? Let him hear. The problem is not the sower, the problem is the soil. Jesus said, Let him that has got ears hear. You can never any day blame God for his word, you don't have that privilege. The sower has no problem. The seed has no problem. The seed can be devoured. The seed can be choked. But it is not the problem of the seed. It is the problem of the ground. This same reading, you can find it, I'll give you the place, you can, you can find it in Luke 8. You can find it in Mark 4. The same story. But there are different twists. It's not my emphasis to do. There are twists to the story. 1819 said, Hear ye therefore the parable of the sower. When anyone heareth the what? The word of what? The word of you see the word is qualified. In Luke and Mark, it is not qualified. It just says that the seed is the word. But Matthew qualified it. He said, When anyone hears the word of the kingdom and understandeth it not, then cometh the wicked one and catcheth away. Look at the word. Isn't the word interesting? He does not even allow the word to settle. He what? He catches. He catches the word. Away. He's not just catching it all. He catches it what? Away. Do you know what it means to catch away? Some of you have not played football before. To catch away. The ball is going to the net. You catch it and you don't enter into the net. Because if you enter into the net, it's still a goal. So you catch it, whether your body is in the net, your hands are outside. We call it catching away. That which was sown in his heart, this is he which received seed by the way side. I'm jumping because I want to quickly get through. I'll tell you, I can tell you the story from memory. So he answered and said unto them, He that soweth the good seed is the son of man. The field is the wealth. The good seed, pay attention. The good seed is what? Now, I just combined two stories. Unless you've read the whole, you understand. The first one was the sower who sowed. Then Jesus also talked about the kingdom again as something that is sowed. But he said that when it was sowed, an enemy also what? Sowed tests. And Jesus was saying that there are two dimensions of the seed. The first one is the word operating in the human heart. And the second one is when a man represents God. So, the seed 
which is God's word, which you have taken into your heart, meditating and walking by it. And when you yourself, you are a seed. You see, you are God's seed. And like God's master seed. When he sows it, he knows the way you should turn out. Where the word of a king is, there is power. And who may say unto him, what doest thou? Whoso keepeth the commandment shall... No, talk back to me. Shall what? Are you paying attention? Whosoever what? If a man keeps the commandment, he shall feel what? Ask somebody, what are you feeling? If you are feeling some heat, you are not paying attention. If you are feeling some heat, whether marital, spiritual, economical, you are facing some heat. He says that if a man keep the commandment, he shall feel no evil thing. I will jump to the next, which is a popular scripture in this house. Grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord according as his divine power had given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness through the knowledge of him that had called us to what? Glory and virtue. That is what you have been called. Put that at the back of your mind. Whereby are given unto us. Because God has called us to glory and excellence. He has made a provision of giving us. Exceeding great precious promises. Color. That by this exceeding great and precious promises we might be partakers of the divine nature having escaped the corruption what is a key is a law is a principle is a system which when applied releases what the maximum benefit of your what privileges and rights in what? So that means that you can be in Christ, but if you don't apply the keys, you are by water and you are thirsty. You are by food and you are hungry. You are by healing and you are very sick. You are by life-giving spirit and you are dying. That is, if you don't understand keys, a key is a principle, a law, or a system which when applied releases the maximum benefits. Of your privileges and rights in Christ. Then we went on to define what keys represent. We said keys represent authority. Keys represent authorization. Keys represent access. Keys represent ownership. Keys represent control. So there are some things when you know you can control things. Some things when you know you can have rights to exercise power. If you don't know them, you might not be able to. We say keys also represents freedom. Unhindered movement. Then, I went on to say that there are keys in the kingdom. By God's grace, I listed nine. One, 
praise, worship, and what? Thanksgiving. Two, understanding the word. That is what I'm going to do today. The word. Three, prayer. I talked about prayer the last time. Four, service. These are all keys. Five, obedience and what? Faith. Six, love or kingdom living. Seven, the name of the Lord. Eight, giving. Nine, desire. Good. The key to keys is not having keys, but knowledge. I said that. We looked at the key of prayer. That is done. Today we are looking at the key of what? The word. We are looking at the key of what? The word. Jesus is speaking in parables. And he chooses one out of the many parables. Then he says, this is the parable of parables. If you don't understand this one, all the other parables, you will not understand it. Then he said that the kingdom of God is like a sower that went out there to sow seeds. He sowed it through the first batch. They fell on the roadside. Another stony grounds. Another thorny grounds. Finally, good grounds. Then Jesus began to explain. Then he said that the throwing is not God picking something and he's going to throw like receive it. Then he said what? I receive it. That is not what he's talking about. He said that the sowing is when men sit to listen to the word of God. So now, you are at a place where seed is being thrown. As you are seated now, 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 like this. You are at that place now. Then Jesus said that, he that hears and understands, that is where there is profit. Then he explains and said, the first one, by the wayside, men throw their feet on it. Birds took it away. The second one, there were stones. So, the way couldn't have grounds. There was no deepness. Other version will say, it had no root in itself. Now, the word of God will not profit you or will not have, give you the maximum profit if you don't understand what has happened to you and what you have come through before you are listening to the word. You are already a product of the word. So you understand that and you build your roots down. That it is not like God is trying to give you something. God is trying to get something out of you. Because he has given you the package of the seed. The Bible says being born again not of corruptible seed but of incorruptible seed by the word of God which is so you are born and begotten by the word so the word that he is, is dropping there must meet this within so that you, become, you can become better I'm pushing it a little now having said this then Jesus gave a warning after this he said take heed how you hear because when it comes to hearing those who don't have what they have will be taken away and those who have more will be added so when you sit your ability to hear will determine how much you get that's why it's important how you listen to church when you can forget about the one seated left right but no make sure that you are understanding because the devil will catch it away immediately look 8 11 said that the seed is the word of god the seed is the word of god in a kingdom one the king is the law not what is put down put that in your mind he has the right to change what is put down in as much as he is the king he is the law and his words are laws that is a state in the kingdom it is not presidency it is not democracy 
it is a monarchy. That means that what he says is final. So the most precious thing in the kingdom is what? The king and what? Now I want to hear you. What is the precious thing? Now, what is the most important thing? In the kingdom, what is the most important thing? The king and what? You might like him, you might not like him. But you must pay attention because he is the law. The law is not in the constitution. What is written can be changed overnight. God himself, he is the law. And his words are laws. About kingdoms, the Medes and the Persians. Daniel 6, 8, Esther 1, 19 says that something happened in Daniel. Oh, king, establish the decree. Sign the writing that it be not what? Changed. According to the law of what? The Medes and what? The Persians, which altereth not. Now, what it means is this. King, we want you to make an order that within 30 days, nobody prays to anything. Nobody should pray to anything. Nobody should ask petition from anyone apart from the king. But we need this thing to be written so that it is not changed. That when any man breaks it, he can be dealt with. And the king wrote it. Not knowing that it was a trap that was set for Daniel. Now, they found Daniel also obeying another law. Which was the law of his king. That you shall not bow down. And daily you shall face Jerusalem. And you shall pray towards the temple. And I will hear you. And Daniel did it morning, afternoon, evening. They caught him. They took him to the king. Now, the king wanted to deliver Daniel. But according to their law, it cannot what? It cannot be changed. It is final. So what did he tell Daniel? He said, Daniel, the God you have been crying to daily, he shall save you. That was his benediction. Because he couldn't do anything about it. It's the same way with Atazazes. He gave an order, Vasti, my queen, come, show yourself. And the queen refused. Then he wanted to punish the queen by side. They said, no, write it. He wrote it. After a few days, after writing, what he did was, he, he repented in his heart. He wanted Vasti back, but he had already what? Written it. He couldn't change it. Now, this is a natural kingdom. I'm going to tell you the last one. The last one is found in Ezra. In Ezra chapter number 5, Israel had gone to Babylon and they had returned. Because Cyrus had given an order that let them go back and build. So Zerubbabel and Joshua, they came back to build. They were not carrying what the king said in writing. They didn't carry it. Pay attention. They came just with the golden vessels. And they came to build. After they started building, the, the other nations around, they stopped the work. How did they stop the work? They wrote back after Cyrus ceased to be king. They wrote back. They said, oh king, Kindaros, there is something happening in this side of the town that we need to make you aware. Go back to the annals of the king. Search. This city they are building in Jerusalem, it is a bad city. If you allow it to continue, you will not get any tribute from this side of the river. They will take everything because great kings have been their kings before. And immediately the king wrote and said, let their work be stopped speedily. So they went and stopped the work. Until Israel had sense 
Saints, because of two prophets called Haggai and Zachariah, they showed up and they began prophesying. They said, Don't mind the edict. Begin building. The king gave us right. It is not by might, nor by power. This foundation was laid by your hands. You complete it. Build. So they started. Then the nations gathered again and came. Then they said, What are the names of the men that are building? Then they said that we don't have a name. Our name is children of the God of heaven and earth. So, they asked that, why then are you contradicting what the king said? They said that we had an edict, something was written by Cyrus, that we should return and build. So, we are paying attention to that edict, and we are building. So, they wrote back and asked that, oh king, they said they will not stop. They said there is something written, so let there be a search. And the king did the search. When the king did the search, he found out that Cyrus had written that they should go and build and whatever they need from wine to salt to cattle to sheep should be given to them. And nobody should hinder the work. When the king saw that Cyrus wrote that, he wrote back and said that I have seen it in the rows. You see, pay attention to what God says. It is your life saver. Your life saver. Your life saver. The king said, I read it. Therefore, all the governors on this side, nobody should trouble them. Allow them to build unhindered. One, two. Whatever they need daily for the building, let it be supplied out of my wages on this side. It didn't end there. After that, Atazasis also comes. Then he sends Ezra with a letter. I'm teaching you kingdom stuff. Pay attention. The letter he comes with says, Nobody should hinder them. Give them all they need. If any man trouble the work, let them take timber out of his house and let them hang that person that is troubling the work on the timber and let his house be reduced to downhill because this work must go unhindered. And tell those who are working that they should pray for the king because I need to live long. Me and my sons. And he gave it. And Ezra came with it. And guess what? The Bible said, and they built. And they prospered. All because of what? Writings. Even I understand that those who kill, they are from a particular family. And this is from history. Maybe we went to war. And one man so prevailed. So they can give him jam to a they can give this one that. Because of how they prevail and their family line inherits the blessing. Not because they look nice, but there was something done. Now, in the kingdom, whatever happens in the kingdom is recorded. We call it announced. It's, record, it's written down. Because based on that, you'll be honored. Based on that, you'll be blessed. Now, I am coming to God's side. The first one I told you is about natural kingdoms. Meats and patience. They are not even godly. They are worldly people, but there are principles in their kingdom that God wanted you to know. That's why they wrote it. Now, I'm going to read something. I want you to pay attention now. Don't joke with the things that God writes. If you don't understand them, do all you can do to understand. If you need to sit for somebody to teach you, sit. If you need to stay all night to understand, do it. Because your life is in it. There are a lot of jokers around. They see God's word. They don't care. God said you will not be poor. You will be rich and you are poor. You are still okay. 
They said we shall not be sick, but you know, this is the world. There are bacteria here. There are bacteria. Continue. The day something hits you that is not bacteria based, I've gone by best side of people who are dying of simplest things and they die. And I've gone to best side of people who are diagnosed with critical, unbelievable diagnosis and they still live. Why? One took something serious, other didn't take it. And life is about choices. It's up to you. Open the book. Find out. If you don't understand, when you come, I am a nice man. I won't chase you out. I will sit with you. We will break bread. We will learn. Because the addict is your life saving. I am going to read something to you. So Sydney Quay will be right back. Follow us on all our social media platforms. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Skype, YouTube at Shekinah Avenue. continues. Now Daniel something happens to Belshazzar. Belshazzar decided to take the gold bowls, the silver cups and drink out of it with young girls. He decided to just drink and he won't get any cup at all. Apart from the cup that they used in the house of God which your father brought. When your father brought the cups, he even hid the cup somewhere so that nobody can touch the cups. But he, he had the audacity and took the cup. Drank with her concubines, not the, even the wife, concubines and his princess. Whilst they were drinking, a hand appeared, which was sent from God, God's hand, and wrote on the wall. When he wrote, he wrote by the side where the lamp was, so that they all can see it. So they saw it writing. Now, when they were writing, the Bible said his legs were shaking because a drunken king who can regain consciousness immediately tells you how serious it was. This king immediately came to himself. Then he asked for all the magicians, the astrologers. He said, come and read this thing. They all came the whole day. They couldn't read. Then the grandmother said, Belshazzar, what is wrong with you? There is a man in your kingdom. His name is Daniel. Go and call him. He will read this thing for you. Because in the days of your father, the spirit of the gods was found in him. Nothing can be hidden from him. He is a dissolver of doubts. If it's a doubt and he comes, he will dissolve it right now. To him has been given wisdom and light and understanding. All knowledge in sciences and mystics, he knows it. He is the chief and head over the magicians. Call him. When Daniel came, look at the writing. The king said, Daniel, interpret it. I will make you this. I will give you this. I will give you that. Then Daniel looked at him and said, oh king, keep your gifts. I am not interested in your gifts. I will read it for you because you need understanding. I will, even this unwise and drunken king was asking for understanding of something which he knew was from God. How much more you? Daniel then read. This is what is written. Many, many tekel ufezin or peres. Which means, then Daniel looked at the king. He said, you, you are not wise at all. I am, I'm sure the king was shocked. He said, you are not a wise son. You are a very foolish son. Your father behaved well and you did not learn from his behavior. When your father dis disobeyed God. He was sent into the forest as an animal. He chewed grass. Seven years chewing grass. God sent him there to go and chew grass. You won't learn from that. You are here drinking from his vessels. That said the Lord. The writing there. Imagine I'm a prophet like that. It's, it, it, it's a serious thing. No? That said the Lord. You, you die tomorrow by this time. That said the Lord. Two days from now, you're gone. Are you the one challenging the gospel? Three days from now, you die in an accident. We can't find your body. He said, you are foolish. Otherwise, this is what is written. Now the king was alert. He said, God said, 
I have numbered your kingdom and I have finished it. I have weighed you in the balances. And you, you have found one thing. Tonight, your kingdom has ended. I have divided your kingdom. I've given a path to the patience and a path to the meats. Tonight, the Bible said that same night before morning, they took the kingdom from him. What was written? God means business when he writes something. The second one is about another foolish king. For the Bible said a fool is one who says there is no God. Behaving as if there is no God makes you foolish. Now, I want to read it for you. Pay attention. Exodus 17, 16 says, For he said, Because the Lord has sworn, I will have war with Amalek from generation to generation. And Moses built an altar and called the name of the altar Jehovah Nisi, the Lord our banner, our banner of victory. Then he defined why Moses built the altar. The Lord then said, Moses, write it down as a memorial. Repeat it in the ears of Joshua. That as long as I, God, I live, I will fight with Amalek till I have slaughtered and killed all of them. I swear. God means business. Now, when God said this, this was written down in the book of Memorial. Repeated until the time that God will have the opportunity. Now, then God gets the opportunity. Then he calls one man. Come. Come. He says, Saul, today, go to Amalek. When you go to Amalek, kill everything in the land. Don't spare. Kill women. Kill men. Kill children, kill goats, sheep, cattle, everything should come under the sword. Have I not sent you? Then he went, joking with what God had written. When he went, he got there, killed all of them, then he left the king. Then the military men told him, don't you think the animals are nice? They look fat. They took them. Then the prophet comes back. When he gets there, he had the audacity. He said, oh man of God, blessed is he that comes in the name of the Lord. I have obeyed the voice of the Lord. Then the prophet said, what are you saying you have obeyed the voice of the Lord? Can't I hear the beating of sheep and all that? What is this that you have done? They said, oh, it's not me, it's the people. Don't let anybody make you doubt and refuse to do God's word. Never any man. He just said it, I, it's the people. I listen to their voice. Then the prophet said, it is better to hack him than sacrifices and all these things you are doing. For rebellion is like the sin of witchcraft. Then the prophet, angry, turned to go. Then he held the skirt of the prophet, tore it. Then the prophet turned back and said, that's said the Lord. Starting today, I have taken the kingdom from your hands. And I have given it to a man. This is what is happening. People are not able to exercise kingdom authority because they are not referencing God's word. This that they should be ruling over is ruling over them. Then you know the audacity he had. He said, Please honor me before the people. Don't go in anger. Let us just sacrifice a little and let the people know that everything is okay. Not even for his life. He's thinking still about people just one act against something that is written made him lose an eternal kingdom 
Because the prophet added and said, God would have established your throne forever. But because of this, your behavior, that is how serious it is when you are dealing with things that are recorded. It pays. Find what is written. Stick. Make sure you understand it. Never any day of your life go out of it. Hold on. Trust it. Confess it. Believe it. If you are going out of the way, bring yourself back. Because that is where your life, the saving of your life is. When he did this, you know what God did next? I'm going to tell you the state of a lot of people in the church. The Bible says, and God refused any day to speak to Saul again. He will not speak to Saul in a dream. He will not speak to him in a vision. He refused from that day because this is a man who doesn't honor what he said. Something written and captured, you are playing around it. This placed them in trouble later in the book of Esther. Whereby they were nearly wiped because of one man's carelessness. This was not the only thing he did. He went ahead and did something also very foolish. He took sword and slayed the Gibeonites. The Gibeonites are people who entered into covenant with Israel by lying. And when they found out that Joshua found out they had lied, Joshua said, Let's kill them. They said, Let's stone them. He said, No, let's consult the Lord. Then the Lord said, Make them water fetches. People that cut trees for you for the temple of God. So that whole nation became those that serviced the house of God with water, sticks. When they were in trouble, what wouldn't God do? You know what God did? That's when Joshua prayed and the sons stood still. Because people that had covenanted with Israel were in trouble. And Saul, in his foolishness, went and killed them. There was three years of famine in the city. Three years. When David showed up, David prayed against it. It was not changing. The family was still there. Then David went and inquired. Then the prophet of God told him, is it not because of the foolishness of Saul that he killed them? So David went back to the people and asked them. He said, what will we do that you'll be happy so that this thing can pass? There are consequences in life. Kingdom teaching. There are consequences in life. If you abuse your body, your body will break down. If you abuse your body with drinking, your liver will shut down. He goes, this is what the man of God says. The man of God told him, he said, they have sinned. We must go and pacify them. Let's go. Beg them what they want. Then they said, we need 10 of the sons of Saul. Their heads. 10 of them. You think they didn't give it? Immediately, David, he called. He said, huh? get 10 of the children. Cut off their heads. Eh? Hang it. And the people shall be okay. But he also had a covenant and an agreement with Jonathan. So when they were selecting, he said, hey, this one don't touch. I also have got a covenant with Mephibosheth. They hung them. And the farming ceased. This is how risky it is for a believer. It is more dangerous not to believe this than to believe. You are better off believing than not believing. The days you don't believe, tell yourself, Lord, help my unbelief. Why have I said it up to this point? Imagine something that could be yours forever. You have lost it. God is not speaking to you, not dreams. If you sleep, you don't even hear anything. Search the Bible. There are economic laws here. Things that can catapult you overnight and make you a success. I declare over your life, you will find precious promises. I said you will find precious promises. I said you will find precious promises. Promises that will keep your life, keep your family, keep your children, and keep your marriage. I said you will find it. May God open your eyes, open your understanding, so that you can find it.
I said so that you can find it. Maybe by mistake, but you still find it. Listen, there was a man in the Bible by name Josiah. He, he became king at a young age. Then he decided, let us just clean the temple. And whilst they were cleaning the temple by mistake, they just found the writings of Moses. Then he took it and said, ah, is this written? They said, yes. He said, we shall do it now. And the Bible said, the Lord prospered his kingdom because he found the scroll. For Proverbs says, the poor man or the lazy man will say, there is a lion out there. So I will not go out. I'm going to take one day off. Take it off and go into your room and what? Find it out. You are sick. You have been to every hospital. But you have not gone to the Bible yet. Your business is not working. You don't have. You are still looking at economic terminologies. Go to your Bible. Find about prosperity. Find about healing. It is your responsibility. It is a key in the kingdom. The word. It is the seed. It carries something it can give to you. I can never say to my married wife that she's giving me trouble. Never. Because the Bible has taught me what to say. He said, he that finds a wife finds a good thing. This my lips must align with what I have found here. And obtains favor from the Lord. I will say, you are the cause of my trouble. From where? It is not here. I can't say it. I don't believe it. I reject it. I am not Messiah. Listen, find it out. You are a student. They said the cost is hard. Is that what the Bible said? He said you shall be above only and not beneath. He said he gave to them understanding in sciences and all learning and skill. Us. Us. We forgive them. Then he thought about the man who does not forgive. He says that man shall be bound, be put in prison and he shall receive many lashes. I told myself, never again. Not in this house. Not against any man. Never. I have no choice in the matter. I found it out. I found it out. I can never be poor. It is not that I got money in the bank. No. When I need a thing, I get it. Because he said, my God shall supply all your needs according to his riches. If it is something I need, it will be supplied. When I am asking for something I am not getting, I get back. I said, do I really need this? If it is not coming, I said, no, this one, I don't need it. Let me forget it. What do I think I need? Because according to what is written, he shall supply all of my needs. Somebody thinks they need marriage, but you need to work on yourself. That's what you need. Because without working on yourself, your marriage won't come. This is kingdom. You learn it. Somebody is complaining about the problem. Meanwhile, they are not changing themselves. You learn the kingdom way. Search it. Search for it. Find it. The Bible said, buy truth. Sell it not. When he had opened the book, what did he do? Shanda Bakataya. He found the place where it was written the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor he has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives and the recovery of sight to the blind to set at liberty them that are bruised to preach the acceptable year 
of the Lord. And he closed the book. And he gave it again to the minister. And sat down. And the eyes of them all in the synagogue was fixed on him. Listen carefully. And he began to say unto them, tomorrow. Is that what he said? He said tomorrow. No, is he saying tomorrow? No, I'm asking, is he saying tomorrow? When is he talking about? Read it for yourself. What is the Bible saying, my brothers and sisters? This day, this scripture is fulfilled. I have found it out. That he said, we shall not die premature. I found it out. And this day, that scripture is fulfilled. I found it out. Blessed are the way of the righteous. They shall prosper with every step they take. This day, it is what? Now I'm going to quote scriptures. What will you say? This day, it is what? No weapon formed against you shall prosper. I said every tongue that rises up against you, you shall condemn. The Lord is your shepherd. You shall not lack any good thing. When you walk through the valley of the shadow of death, you shall fear no evil. It will anoint your head with oil. Your cup will run over. Surely, I said surely, goodness and mercy shall follow you. I am not talking about another person. I said surely, goodness and mercy shall follow you. All the days of your life. Surely he shall deliver you from the noisome pestilence. Your beginning was small, but your end shall greatly increase. There is therefore now no condemnation to them that are in Christ. Ah, if the spirit that raised up Christ from the dead is dwelling a body of yours, your body is receiving life. And Zarus said unto the husband Abraham. If it is a Jew before whom you have begun falling, then you will greatly fall. I announce to you anything that is contrary to your destiny, it has fallen. I said it has fallen. Life and death is in the power of the tongue. So say it for yourself. There will be no premature death around your house. Your children and your destiny is free. You will enlarge in all sides. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Your going out shall be blessed. Your coming in shall be blessed. The fruit of your body shall be blessed. Where you work shall be blessed. The Lord shall give you a great name. You are wiser than your teachers. The Lord will establish you as a sign and as a wonder. You will be a base setter in your home. You will bring salvation to your house. I announce it to you. Ah, the little one among you shall be like a thousand. When you show up, light has shown up. What your hand touches to do shall be blessed. Even if you touch the wrong thing, it shall still be blessed. The Lord shall bless your house with silver and with gold. For it is the Lord our God that gives us power to make wealth. 
Yeah, your amen is weak, and this day is weak. In the midst of your enemies, you will rejoice. In the midst of trouble, you will enlarge. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. You will not be looking for your enemies. Your enemies will be telling your story. You will not go witch hunting. Who is doing me? Nobody is doing you. They will look at you and say that God is the one doing I am telling you Bible. I said all your diseases are carried away. You will live a long and satisfying life. If it was the finance minister telling you that salaries are being increased by 30%, wouldn't you believe it? I am better than the finance minister if for your information. I stand in the authority of Christ. Anointed. I declare to you, you are increasing. You see, somebody doesn't believe. I said you are increasing. What you couldn't do today, by the time it is tomorrow, you will do beyond that. What you are afraid of, it is bowing at your gates. You shall build your own houses. I am quoting Bible. I said you shall build your own houses. You shall own properties to the glory of God. Your generation will be blessed. Your generation's generation will be blessed. The angels of God, they will watch around you. They are going to keep you in all your ways. Any disease in anybody's body here, we command it to disappear. Anybody that needs any form of help, I declare that you have received it. For your information, I want you to understand. We have been doing this thing for a while. There are no faces that intimidate me at all. I have seen judges begging for prayer. You, when you are not there, you understand. Yes, my brother. Begging for prayer. God is faithful. And I have preached his word. He says that God has exalted his word. Above his name and himself. His word is a law to himself. I declare to you. You are a testimony. I said you shall be the head and not the tail. I said did you hear that? Do you know that your God is Jehovah? And blessed is the man whose God is Jehovah. You are a blessed man. And you are a blessed woman. There is no shadow of telling about it. This day. It is fulfilled. The days when Christians begged. It is over. We are expected to be the best at what we do. If you are a doctor, be the best. If you are a lawyer, be the best. If you are a trader, be the best. Receive grace. I said receive grace. If you are a contractor, receive grace. If you are into banking, receive grace. If you are a student, receive grace. Listen. The Bible said, and Nebuchadnezzar asked, 
He said, bring all of them so that I can test them. I want to run a test on them. By the time he finished running the test, he said, these Hebrew boys, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they are ten times better. They are ten times better than all the other children. I stand in the grace of God and I declare over your life you will be ten times better in all you do. Rise on your feet and give the Lord a shout. Listen. The Bible said God told them to march around the walls of Jericho and give him a shout. I am not a psychology teacher. I am not an English teacher. I am a Bible expositor. The Bible said God is the same yesterday, today and forever. Any wall that is fencing your inheritance as you lift your voice, they are all coming down. A psychologist I am not a practitioner of economics I did management in my tertiary but that is not what I am doing now I am doing ministry and I announce to you wheresoever your feet you shall step according to the Bible you shall possess it lift your voice get the Lord a shout of praise Whatsoever your hands shall touch, it shall multiply, it shall grow, and it shall increase. Lift your voice, give him another shout. Your body is immunized from all diseases that are killer diseases. Your cells, your blood, your organs. For it is written, I said I am not a medical doctor. I can't tell you about pathology. I can't tell you about pathogens. I have not been called like that. The Bible said the Lord he is your personal doctor. He will take away sickness from the midst of you. I declare your body is immunized. Lift your voice. Give him a shout. to you by the word of God any man or woman or spirit or circumstance that becomes your enemy there is one word listen before you shout it says the enemy came up against me to eat my flesh but they stumbled and they fell they dug a pit for my feet but my feet has jumped over it and their own feet are caught in the net and this is the final one for the fourth one it says the wicked shall bow at the gate of the righteous I declare starting today 
all enemies are bowing at your gate. Like I've been saying all day, I am not an astrologer. I don't look into the stars to tell you suggestions. I open my Bible and I tell you what the Bible says. Today, I inform you officially. It says, if God be for you, I am going to say it again. Maybe you didn't hear it. I said, if God be for you, who can be against you? That is the first one. The second one is, if God be in us, for greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. Now listen, God is going ahead of you. God is going in you. God is going around you. Tell me what can be against you. Paul said, he said, we, we are crucified and killed all day long. But what can separate us from the love of Christ or the love of God which is in Christ? Shall tribulation, shall peril, shall danger, shall death, shall principalities, shall powers. I have information for you. It says all things are yours. You are going with God. God is also in you. Lift your voice and celebrate him. Finally. We wait for you. Thank you for tuning in to Kingdom Mandate with Apostle Sidney Quay, Head Pastor of Shekinah Avenue. For prayer and counseling, please call 0200-999-852. Join us for our Sunday services from 8 a.m. to 11 a.m. Locate us at Shekinah Avenue Auditorium, opposite the Washing Bay, Saika, Obodo, East Lagon. Until the Apostle comes your way again, remain blessed.